0: Hi, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome in to the PHNX Suns Emergency Pod because Oh, my God, what just happened, you guys? Kevin Durant is officially a Phoenix Sun, and I don't know how to feel whatsoever about this situation.
1: I'm buzzing. This is insane. I was asleep. My wife woke me up. And now we're here. TJ Warren is back in Phoenix, everybody. Oh, yeah. And Kevin Durant's a son. Get excited.
2: That is wild. And Espo has to eat a shoe.
1: <laughs> I'm also moving to L.A. because I am uh, now. Uh, I, I think we'll have that tweet here shortly to explain why I have to move to L.A. So we'll have that as well. This is a uh, this is insanity, everybody.
2: My phone will not stop blowing up. This is nuts right now. N-
1: nor should it. The, <laughs> they say nothing good happens after midnight. That's bullshit. We're about to have some real fun after midnight here.
0: Wow. Okay. So real quick, let's break this down and then let's, Mm. I need some type of group therapy because I still don't know how to feel about it. Okay. Mm. And it might be because I just got woken up by multiple phone calls, like 20 minutes ago, (laughs) and I'm not fully awake yet, Mm. but, uh, we got the, the tweets, right? Let's go ahead and put the tweets up on the street. Screen. We got Shams breaking. The Phoenix Suns are closing in on a trade to acquire 13-time NBA All-Star Kevin Durant from the Brooklyn Nets. The Nets are trading Kevin Durant to Phoenix Suns for a package including Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, four first-round picks, and additional draft compensation. League sources tell the Athletic and Stadium. Now, I believe TJ Warren was also added into this. Jay Crowder was also added into this. Um, like I said, I'm still piecing it all together as we are live here with one another, Mm. but my initial reaction is, I don't know how to feel because I'm so (laughs) excited about Kevin Durant, but on the other hand, I am completely heartbroken about Mikhail Bridges and Cam Johnson. Yeah.
1: You know what? Okay. I'd love to feel heartbroken, but the champion, I've been saying you kick the championship window open, right? James Jones and Matt Ishbia just blew the wall off the building. It, this is the best chance that Phoenix has ever had at a championship right now. This is this is insane. Now we'll have to see what the dust, how the dust settles. What holes are in this roster now? What subsequent moves are made over the next you know sixteen hours or so, uh, or excuse me, fourteen hours or so? We'll see what's made, but man, this is, this is next level, uh, for the Suns. We, this has Matt Ishbia written all over it. The guy made a push to ensure that he got control of this team before the deadline. He talked about wanting to win. They, there was all this talk about wanting to make a big splash. This is the biggest splash that you could ever make as an owner, right? This mm. is about as big of a welcome gift as you could have. This is the most important and most seismic 24 hours in Phoenix Suns history. Hands down, we have never seen a 24-hour uh, you know, a 24 hours like this ever. In, in in arguably in Arizona sports history, this is seismic.
2: I remember a few hours ago when that man looked me in the eye and said, "Yeah, we like the team that we have," and then fucking turned around and traded for Kevin Durant. Like that's how you succeed in your first twenty-four hours on the job. Um, We like the team we have, but not that (laughs) much. But we're gonna be aggressive, and we can always make it better. And my God, he went out and made it better in the first twenty-four hours on the job. It's incredible. Look, Kevin Durant is an all-time great. He is automatically the most talented player to ever don a son's Jersey, not the greatest Phoenix sun. There's a difference, but he is the most talented player to ever play for this organization automatically. And like, he's a guy that's averaging nearly 30 points a game. He is the one a to Devin Booker's one B. Now he's a guy that can take a immense load of pressure off of book to deliver what he's been delivering all season long. And I understand that fans are going to feel torn about this because there is a special place in their hearts for Mikhail Bridges, for Cam Johnson, two stand up individuals who were drafted here, who became fan favorites here, who are talented young wings that could be under team control for the foreseeable future. And I don't want that to be lost on anybody, but their title chances for this year just increased. They still have work to do, they still have holes to fill on the roster because you obviously got four incredibly talented starters with Chris Paul, Book, KD, and DeAndre Ayton. Who's going to be that fifth starter? How are they going to shape up the bench? Those are things to be answered. They just traded four unprotected first-round picks in this deal. So there is risk here. This is an all-in title or bust move. I love the aggression. I love the fact that Ishbia and James Jones made us eat our words about falling into that Kevin Durant pitfall again. And they got him, they got their guy. We, we it took longer than I think a lot of people wanted from last summer, but they got him and they have a chance at winning a title with book now just incredible, even if it does sting with Mikhail and Cam on the way out.
1: Okay, let me say this because I I don't want to minimize Mikhail and Cam. I, yes. they were fantastic here, they were amazing guys in the community. Uh I, I appreciate everything they did, right? This that that can't be forgotten but you can't overlook what, you know, I get it. It, it. It's tough to process in the moment, right? This is a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. Two
1: guys that meant a lot, uh, you know, going out Four first round picks unprotected and, and additional draft compensation, which leads me to believe pick swaps at some point as well uh, based on that language or a boatload of second round picks. I don't know. Uh, the F them kids mentality is alive and well in Phoenix. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Ispia said they want a G League team. I have no clue who the hell is going to play on it because they're not going to have a pick between now and eternity. Mm-hmm. But uh, you've got to hold it power forward. <laughs> I hate to say, though, mm-hmm. now that I'm just thinking out loud, you're, there there has to be subsequent moves. I don't know how you're going to do it because <laughs> you don't have much else to move outside of. There may be a handful of expirings and Landry Shamut, whatnot, but holy crap. Right. This they, is this is next level.
2: It is. And they've they've what they've got left in terms of shaping up the roster is basically uh Torrey Craig's expiring, Dario Scharch is expiring, Landry Shamit, who's under contract for the next few seasons, but you can get out of that contract if you need to, or flip him elsewhere. Uh their pick swap is in 2028. So they are giving up first rounders in 2023, 2025, 2027, 2029 and the rights to swap picks in 2028. That's a lot. Um they could still trade pick swaps in another deal, but in terms of shaping up the bench, it's going to be really difficult because I can't imagine teams are going to be super interested in Landry Shamet and giving the Suns assets to help them continue to build this super team that they've assembled. So it's it's going to be difficult from here. This this might be like Tori Craig might be our starting three or TJ Warren at this point. It
0: Russia might not Westbrook,
2: matter. It might down. not matter. Okay, let's let's <laughs> pump the brakes.
0: <laughs> I mean, but for real the- though, we might have to look into the buyout <laughs> market to see what's yes. available in order to bolster this roster. Though, like Westbrook jokes, jokes aside, you you might be correct to be honest.
2: Well, and that's that's one good thing. If it comes to the buyout market, the Suns have an advantage there because they do have their mid-level exception to offer. It's the tax-paying one, so it's a little less than the non-tax-paying. But they can offer more than just a standard veteran minimum contract for anyone who does reach a buyout with their team. And you know, the prospect of playing with CP3, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant should be pretty alluring if anybody hits the buyout market.
1: I, yeah, I mean, we're gonna have to dive deep into that. I, I imagine they're going to try to potentially flip the expirings to try to bring in somebody else. I don't know. I don't know what you're going to be able to do. I, I am, I'm legit having a tough time processing this just because <laughs> I, it so came out of nowhere. It didn't feel like the nets were going to budge off of uh, their, we're not moving KD. Katie. Katie must've went, and this will come out at some point. Katie must've went and said to them, look, this is over. Let's find a way to, that we all get what we want here. And the best part of it is Kevin Durant's under contract this year, mm-hmm. next year, mm-hmm. the year after, and the year <laughs> after that. Mm-hmm. He's he's going to be my age when he's done being a, a Phoenix son based on this contract. So
0: Okay. Do I have to wear an Ewok costume now too? Man, I think a lot crap That I think, think, now. I think <laughs> we're going to have to go back and scrub almost the last, what, eight months <laughs> worth of PHNX Sun's podcast just to mm. see what all you promised. I'm pretty <laughs> sure Kevin lot. Durant gets a lifetime supply of OGs. You wear what? an Ewok costume. You have to eat a shoe. I think didn't Salt throw something in there as well, maybe? What? There's we so talk much to our chaos first... now.
1: We got to talk to our friends at OGs because they did guarantee the uh, the OGs for life for Kevin Durant.
0: I mean, that might have been per last summer's, uh, you know, situation. I don't know if that was like in perpetuity kind of an offer, like an open-ended offer or not. But we're definitely going to have to check on it. Chris in the chat said Saul would eat his other uh, shoe. So I don't know if Saul offered that or not. But we're going to have to go back and we're going to have to look at the, uh, <laughs> the footage and see what happened. I want to know how you guys feel about what all the Suns gave up, because obviously it was quite a bit. We did hear from that Ishbia earlier today about him saying they were going to be active as far as having the conversations around the Suns, wanting to win now, but not mortgaging the future. How do you feel? Where, do you, where on the two sides of the coin do you feel like this trade and what the Suns gave up falls?
2: Kevin Durant was the only realistic player that was available that was worth mortgaging the future for because he automatically raises your championship ceiling and your championship floor. Um, Obviously, you are missing wing depth because not only are Cam and McHale gone, but Jay Crowder is gone as well. Obviously, he wasn't playing this season, but that's three wings for one, and I guess technically two if you want to count TJ Warren. Warren's averaged like nine and a half points per game this season, uh, we know firsthand he's not maybe the most dependable guy when it comes to actually being on the court. Um, we'll see. He's healthy. So hopefully he has that going for him, but yeah, you're, you're a little low on wing depth right now. You're a little low on depth in general on healthy depth because campaign and Landry Shamet are still out and it's going to be hard to make up for that on the trade market. And, you know, it, it's tough because McHale was legitimately playing the best basketball of his career developing into a legitimate two-way 20 points per game scorer and lockdown defender cam johnson had just come back from that meniscus tear and you were probably going to be able to resign him for a team-friendly price over the summer Um, and now both of those guys are gone you're going to miss cam johnson's shooting you're going to miss mikhail bridges two-way play but again like it's kevin durant you trade for you you have to make that trade um if he's available and that was the one thing we weren't sure he was even going to be available so the fact that they were able to come in here with this deal and just secretly quietly get it done on Ishpia's first day on the job is I I think that's why we're all stupefied and that's why we're here 10
1: minutes to midnight talking about it I I actually blame you because that (laughs) one-on-one kept him busy doing that and he had to wait (laughs) later into the night to approve this deal so it's my fault it's my Uh, fault
0: Can I just tell you guys just, you know, while we're here amongst friends, uh, Mm -hmm. this is the first time in over three months that I have been asleep before midnight and waking (laughs) up in the way in which I was woken up was not enjoyable whatsoever. (laughs) Michaela called me, our social media director, and she was like, did you hear the news? And I was like, what? What's happening? And she's like, Kevin Durant's son. I was like, What? It literally would not register for a solid forty-five seconds. I was so confused.
1: I had yeah. so this is many chaos calls in my
0: brain right now.
1: <laughs> I, I had all our all city executives had called me. Like, yeah, uh, okay, I, I, yeah. Processing this is difficult. <laughs> I'm floor build the look build the statue to Matt Ishbia already out in front of the building just because of the balls it took to, to go all in on this. Mm. Could it, could it not pan out? Sure. But I'm not willing to think that way right now. I've, I've never felt like the sons have ever been as close as they are in this moment to legitimately being a title favorite and, and being able to seal the deal. Now health is going to be important because mm. right now with no depth, uh, where they sit you're going to have to stay healthy cp3 book and kd have all had major injuries this year that have kept them out significant time mm-hmm. so now they're gonna have to they're gonna have to stay healthy they're going to have to keep it together in that way that's probably the biggest hurdle right now for this team
2: right and, and we knew health would be a huge factor it's always a factor for any championship player aspiring team but especially like you mentioned espo devin booker had missed the last 21 games with the groin thing chris paul missed a month for the heel thing and then he missed another two weeks with the hip like this is a team and kevin durant is currently out like he's not even he's supposed to be back after the all-star break so the sun's first game after the all-star break we might not even have kevin durant out there so for this team in particular when you've got guys like chris paul and kd that have dealt with injuries recently and then Book, who's dealing with that groin thing, that's going to be the biggest factor for them. I, I think they have, obviously, enough high-end talent to make their way through the West and possibly win a title. Uh, but again, they're going to have to shape up the depth. They're going to have to stay healthy, which is something that this team has struggled with all season long. Um, it's – it's what a – man, this is crazy, because this is the definition of an all-in move, Um And we've heard of new owners making splashes. We've seen it with the last couple of owners that have taken over the job. I don't think we've ever seen it quite like this. And it it is tough because, man, Mikhail and Cam are fan favorites here. That's why in the chat, we keep seeing all these mixed emotions about it. Um, If you win a title, it makes it all worth it. If you don't in the next year or two, things can get pretty dicey pretty fast given the state of Chris Paul's contract, the fact that Kevin Durant will turn 35 before the start of next season. Um, So we're, it's all in right now. They are all in on winning a championship this year or next year, which is crazy.
1: But look, I mean, this has been a city that has never quite made the all in move Mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to sports. It's been half measures. It's been, we're going to, we're, we're going to go. The closest they came was trading, For Barkley. And that was one of the closest times I came to winning a title. Mm -hmm. This is the ultimate all-in move. This is a move that if you win a title, none of the other stuff matters, right? Right. You've exercised the demons. You've won a title. And and that's what it's it's about, right? And, And that's why you're in this. So I'm perfectly fine at this point. Making the move, making taking the chance. I I love the fact that James Jones obviously said, "Here's best and final." I mean, he didn't wait till the, right at the end of the deadline. He said, "Here's everything we're willing to give." It's pretty mm-hmm. obvious that that's what it what happened. And and the Nets said, "This is a Godfather offer. We can't turn down two great young players, four first round picks." Uh, God knows what else that will come out of this. Uh, and and we're going to give you uh, the Slim Reaper and, and TJ. I used to be a son uh, of Warren that's here now. Uh, that's the weirdest part to me. TJ is a son again, but good on him. Uh, and, and let's fill out the rest of the roster. Let's see. I mean, maybe there's something else uh, that Matt Ishbia and the crew have uh, up their sleeve that we're going to find out. Before one PM uh, here, almost today, we're four minutes away from it being uh, Thursday and trade deadline day. But man, Katie uh, wearing that Suns uniform. Uh, and uh, by the way, we were right. Matt Ishbia had uh, uniform number twenty three. Uh, that was because it was available. So, oh man. oh man.
0: Oh no. Well, you know, we are all processing uh, our own emotions right now. I wonder how Mikel Bridges is feeling. You want to know what he tweeted out when this came out? Yeah. Oh, my God. LOL. I Man. can only imagine what Mikel Bridges is feeling right now. I mean, it's got to be a mixed bag as well, right? There's probably some excitement there. I'm glad that he gets to go with his twin in Cam Johnson. He's going to have a BFF in Brooklyn as well. Um, but there's also got to be a lot of sadness that comes with it as well. I mean – If I recall correctly, Mikkel Bridges' pinned tweet was the Sun saying something along the lines of, we're so happy you're here, and him being like, I don't ever want to leave. Like Mikkel loved this city so much. He loved this fan base. He loved everything that was the Phoenix Suns, and so did Cam Johnson. Mm -hmm. So they've got to be just as bummed as all of us. Like, Are we super excited that Kevin Durant is a Phoenix Suns? Of course, absolutely, 100%. We can also at the same time be really sad that we're missing two guys now who have been through a lot with us and we really enjoyed watching them grow as players and as human beings and embrace this community and completely dive into it. Like, I don't know, low-key, do we need to have like a a show that's like an ode to Mikkel Bridges and Cam Johnson to properly give them their flowers, like look back on all the good times? Yes. Like, I feel like they deserve that.
2: They do. and And I look, I wasn't around for the Barkley trade of, of giving up an all-star like Hornacek and that package, but I can't imagine there's a trade in Suns history that has improved the team and simultaneously made the fan base as sad as it probably is with these two guys departing right now, because I, you know, I've talked to Mikhail before about his transition from leaving home in Philadelphia And coming to phoenix and how it was a tough transition for him because philly was all he had ever known he went to college at villanova he played all of his basketball there and suddenly he's out in phoenix where he doesn't really know anybody and phoenix became his home and he helped this team grow from a you know 17 19 win team into a 64 win juggernaut that's competing for championships cam johnson his twin da a guy he called his triplet devin booker a guy he went to battle with every night Chris Paul, a guy that Chris Paul said he looks at Mikhail like a son um, with the way that they joke with each other. That is that is the part that hurts in this moment right now to think about those things because you know Mikael loves being here. Phoenix is a city that's embraced him and vice versa. He's a fan favorite. We're, we're going to miss the memeable faces and the three-point celebration and the defense and the transition moves and just the growth that he's shown this year literally the best basketball he's ever played in his career over the last few weeks. And now he's gone. Um, it, it's tough. It's tough to swallow. And that's to say nothing of Cam Johnson, a stand-up guy who has been battling to get back from this meniscus tear, who is one of the best shooters in the NBA, who always gives thoughtful responses and, you know, had those events like the lemonade stand where he too embraced the community and vice versa uh it's tough these are it's tough to lose quality players and human beings like that and the fan base has every right to feel torn on it you should still be excited about kd from a talent perspective but yeah it it hurts to lose guys like that
0: gerald you're gonna make us all cry right now (laughs)
2: i'm sorry (laughs) this is
0: man the the mixed bag of emotions inside my soul and my heart and my head right now This is a lot to handle at 12 o'clock in the morning.
1: Will you remember me?
0: (laughs) Okay. Espo, go ahead.
1: I'm just singing to to our lost twins. But, I mean, for me, I'm trying to think here, right? Uh, Has there ever been, at at the deadline or, or near the deadline, middle of the season, this kind of a seismic shift uh, this kind of a a big trade to a team that already was in the mix uh, to win win the West or win the East, you know, and and they got this big of a piece. I do not remember one to this level.
2: I'm struggling to think because Kevin Durant is legitimately like a borderline top ten player of all time if he's not already there. So I can't remember a player in that same caliber being traded mid-season because with LeBron that was always in the off season it was never mid-season I don't I don't know if there has been that this big of a game-changing season-altering landscape-shifting trade like Kevin Durant to the Phoenix Suns in the middle of the season it's it might be unprecedented honestly I'd have to do my homework on that but on the spot I can't think of one
0: I also really love how all the report. Brooklyn is not moving Kevin Durant. Brooklyn is not moving Kevin Durant. Brooklyn is not moving Kevin Durant. (laughs) To be fair, just move Kevin Durant.
1: (laughs) To be fair, that was Woj all in a five-minute period on Twitter. So,
0: Oh, my goodness gracious. All right, guys, we do have quite a few Super Chats, so let's go through them uh, real quick. First and foremost, Han, thank you for your Super Chat. They said, thanks, Kyrie, for cementing this deal. You're my new bestie. (laughs) Kyrie did kind of, you know, I mean, I would say it started with KD last summer, Mm -hmm. but the snowball was Kyrie asking out as well. So yeah, Yeah. here's a Uh, flower, Kyrie, thanks. Appreciate you. Get ready Uh, for the um,
1: summer because Guess is a free agent. (laughs) 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 Yeah, we have no money left, so it's fine.
2: (laughs) Mid-level exception.
0: Come on in.
2: Oh, gross. (laughs) The water's warm. (laughs) Gross.
0: (laughs) Oh, Hussab, thank you for your super chat they said is this real life that's the exact same question i asked no. when i woke up like 30 minutes ago i was like is this real life is this happening for real uh edgar said "Mikkel with a million sad eye emojis i'm not crying i promise same edgar we're all in the same boat there <laughs> manuel thank you for your super chat said this one is for Mikkel and cam they had to go together because we cannot separate the Twins, except the more I F them. That being said, <laughs> Kevin F and <Evan> Durant. <laughs> <laughs> James Johnson, thank you for your super chat, said, amazing night, but we're not done. Suck it, Lakers and Mavs. Can't believe this is happening. Espo, I feel like you should reread that one in your voice. <clears morning.
1: throat> I think. I, I think, is it time? Do I finally bring this out? Does this come out of retirement for the evening? Why is it not? warranted? Yes. Is it warranted? Yes. The Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA. They've got Kevin Durant. Suck it, Dallas. Suck it, Denver. Suck it, LA. Suck it, NBA. Had to keep it a little toned down. The, the six-year-old's right on the other side of the wall. So I think fair. that's
0: fair. That's fair. That was a solid uh, toned-down version, though. I do appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, Leo, thank you for your super chat. They said, imagine Suns facing the Mavs in the playoffs again. Books revenge on Luca and Katie versus an old teammate Kyrie. Sheesh.
2: I don't know if my little heart could handle the Twitter toxicity of that <laughs> matchup happening again. Oh, just wait till we face Denver it's everything is on the line in that match no that one would be worse because everything's game seven last year the Luca Booker memes Kevin Durant versus Kyrie like just Suns versus Mavs in general I, I oh god <laughs> I, I want nothing to do with that just because I could not stand to be on Twitter for that two weeks of that series
0: well, buckle up, Gerald. It no, might happen. You never don't, know. Don't make you me do it. You never know. All <laughs> right, this one is from well, well, well. Thank you for your super chat. They said Sham on ESPN just now said expect eight and trade tomorrow. I was Wait. not watching ESPN, and Shams Whoa. also doesn't work for ESPN, so I'm a little bit conflicted yeah. on what this is. Um,
1: Fake is what I think it's called. I, I don't know. Seen-
0: because Woj is ESPN, Shams is the Athletic and Stadium, and I don't think ESPN would bring Shams on. Yes,
2: yeah, we're show. gonna need we're gonna need clarification on that. Yeah, one. That's so, real
0: well, fun. well, well, let us know, let us know,
1: because mm-hmm. yeah, we need this, some
0: clarification on that one.
1: That's interesting because that is a piece we were talking. If you got to make any more moves, that's the one chip you've got left. But I don't think that's going anywhere. I don't think you know, you know, anywhere. you know. Oh, the, God, Gerald. You you, see,
2: know, Yaka you know what? You know who just traded for a center who is a starting caliber center but would not be the main piece in a package? The Toronto Raptors just added Jakob Pertl. They did have to give up a first-round pick for him, so that tells me that maybe they do really want to compete and they're not going to be sellers and instead buyers. But if we're going to put on our wind horse face for a minute, why would they do that? <laughs> i'm just saying i'm just saying if that is a real thing if that's not a real thing we're gonna ignore that and pretend like it never happened but oh. we're gonna need some clarification oh. on
1: whether that was a real report or not oh. david well. bailey in in the chat says son should trade for bridges <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: that oh. that's my only bit of solace in this trade as far as the the hurt of mikhail and cam going is at least the twins are still together um it it would have been rough for like just Mikhail to be off somewhere by himself or yeah. Cam to be off somewhere. So at least they have each other. But man, that that is tough because they went from competing for a title and something that's homegrown to a Nets team that is clearly going to be taking a step back now. I don't
1: know.
0: I, yeah, that's it's a tough one. Um, but I will say if any two guys have the personality, the attitude, the outlook to be able to um, take an, take this as a really good opportunity, it's those two, right? Yeah. Like turn something that in theory, at least to us, feels like it could be a little bit of a negative or a step back, if you will, as far as the team you're going to and where they currently sit now that all these pieces have moved. Those yeah. two, I feel like would be able to take advantage of this opportunity, um, okay, a couple more Super Chat. Manita um, said, KD to the Suns. Phoenix Suns and AZ Wildcats equal 2023 double champs. And David Benavides will knock out Caleb Plant. Um, it's the year of the Phoenix. If you just swapped U of A with ASU, I would be on board with all three of these. <laughs> so I'll give you two of the three for sure. That's fair.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I will eat another shoe if ASU wins a title, all right? <laughs>
0: See, that one, you might be a little bit safer on, Espo, but I don't know. (laughs) This (laughs) guy's (laughs)
2: building up a hankering for shoes over here. (laughs) Hey, whatever whatever (laughs) it takes, you know.
0: If that's all all
1: it ever took to get the Suns to this point, I should offer to eat a shoe a hell of a long time ago.
0: Bro, forget selling your soul. All you had to do was offer to eat a shoe. Like, why did you do that so long ago? This is your fault, Espo. I I I sold 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 my soul,
1: and all it took was offering to eat a soul. (laughs) Who would have known that? Uh, That's a shoe joke for you, Jer. Late night joke. I appreciate that.
0: Wow. Even this early in the morning, you still got it. I'm <laughs> impressed. All right. A few more here, Luis. Thank you for your super chat said, don't forget TJ another score off the bench. That is true. TJ Warren can shoot threes.
2: Yeah, he's, he's definitely improved in that as his career has gone on. It's been harder to appreciate that because of all the time he's missed over the last few years But if he's fully healthy, he's a guy that can help your bench. I don't know to what extent. I haven't watched a ton of Nets basketball. And to be honest, I don't think he's played that many games for them this season. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what TJ can bring kind of by default because (laughs) who else do they have on the wing other than him and Torrey Craig right now?
0: Does Uh, TJ
1: start?
2: Well, yeah, no, I'd love Josh Okogie, but, like, He's more of a guard, A and B. He's kind of fallen out of the rotation recently. That probably changes
1: now, but <laughs> there is no other rotation. He's in.. <laughs> like,
0: uh, All right. And then uh, I believe we have two more. This one's from Lee. Lee, thank you for your super chat. Lee said just an FY. We didn't get OKC Durant. We got a 33year- old injury case Durant. Don't celebrate the name. Um, he's still a really good player, Lee.
2: Yeah, he's he's still averaging 29.7 points, six point seven rebounds, five point three assists. He's shooting fifty-six percent from the floor, thirty-eight percent from three, and ninety-three percent from the free throw line. If that's thirty-four-year-old Kevin Durant, I will take thirty-four year old Kevin Durant. He's he's having a tremendous season and honestly, one of his best seasons in terms of his two point shots that he's taking a lot of he's one of the most dynamic mid-range players in the game right now. Um, a guy that you can get get the ball to and he can get you a bucket in almost any circumstance. Like you'll you'll t- still take that guy.
0: And then C T O D Ghost. Thank you for your super chat. Said Kevin Durant is a Phoenix son. That yes. he is.
1: It's really right. surreal seeing that. It's,
0: it's insane. Crazy. Absolutely insane. None of
1: us are gonna believe this when we wake up in the morning. We're gonna be no. like, did that really happen? Did I have a fever dream? What's <laughs> going on? And then we're gonna have to go through all this all over again. The oh. excitement, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: I think, I think maybe tomorrow though, it'll like settle a little bit more and we can really lean into it even more than we already have on the show here tonight, (laughs) just because you get a little bit more time to actually process things and sit with your emotions. Mm -hmm. Um, Producer Emma said that we do have two more super chats. I must have missed them. So Emma, can you just throw them up on the screen and we'll read them? Oh, Bailey, Bailey, thank you for your super chat. Uh, Is Joss still quote, fine out uh, west <laughs> what, what do you guys think yes no he's got Maybe. his
1: laser pointers i guess he's doing okay oh god
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: i mean look
2: like they shouldn't have been okay from the start because they're they've got a losing record against the western conference this does not help them at all i don't think so yeah, yeah prob- probably not bailey
0: one. we'll see and then um, next up we got oh we did read this one already from lee the fyi mm-hmm. oh here we go william thank you william for your super chat Suns got robbed. Gave up big on D for KD thumbs down emoji. Do you think the Suns got robbed at all? Is there a scenario where you think the Suns got robbed?
2: Again, this is a title or bust move. If you don't win a title, of course it's going to look bad in retrospect, but you have a chance to win a championship now and I think it's greater than it was yesterday. Uh, Like we've been saying, there's definite questions about depth. There's definite questions about, okay, what else can we get done before the trade deadline when we have no more first round picks to offer? Um, All we have are pick swaps and expiring salaries, basically, uh, unless they are looking at an actual DeAndre Ayton trade, which we still have gotten no feasible indication that's the case. Um, So, yeah, I, I mean, I think defensively with Mikhail and Cam out, you're missing two wings that can play multiple positions that can defend well. Um, and that hurts, but I, I this is the price for a Kevin Durant. Like he is one of the ten to fifteen all time greatest players. He's still playing at that level right now, and him and Book, good luck stopping that duo with Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton running pick and rolls and those two flanking them. Come on, like I don't know about robbery. It's a heavy price, but it's not robbery.
1: No, the the idea of robbery is. I mean, if they didn't get the best best piece in the deal and they gave up a lot, yeah, that's robbery, right? But mm-hmm. but here you cannot deny that Kevin Durant is the best piece in this trade. Mm-hmm. There, there's no logic plane where you could in any way. I don't care if he's 33; he's averaging, I, you know, what would be one the best stat line in Suns history for a season if he averaged that in a Suns uniform, like, mm-hmm. and he has. Less work he's going to have to do here because he's playing with Book. He's playing with DA. He's playing with Chris Paul. Like, this is a calculated gamble. That's Mm -hmm. for sure with the draft picks. But it's one you have to make. you got a generational talent. We we sat here and we said, James Jones needs to make a move. And Mm -hmm. everybody was like, no, no, James Jones isn't going to do anything. Mm -hmm. Well, James Jones did it. He went all in, he got Kevin Durant. And a lot of us thought this was all smoke and mirrors that, you know, the, the shot was this past summer. And I was one of those that believed it part in part, because as a Suns fan, and we talked about this on on the show earlier today, There's some trauma when it comes to being a Suns fan. You don't want to believe the good thing can actually happen because it hasn't happened so many times. Well, Mm -hmm. guess what? The good thing just happened here in Phoenix, and it's putting you in a position that we've, as Suns fans, have never been in before. This is a super team now. This is a team that the Larry O'Brien trophy is the goal. It's not nice to get to the finals. It's not, oh, well, if you win the West, that's great. No. It's Larry O'Brien or Bust for the next four years. And you do everything in your power to make that happen. And Matt Ishbia and Justin Ishbia told us, looked us straight in the face today and said that that's their goal, that winning is the goal to putting the best organization in every facet out there. This was step one. They went out and got the best player that's been available in trade in years, and he's in a son's uniform now. Congratulations, you just pulled off the biggest trade in franchise history, now go get the rest of it done.
0: And I think it's, I think that this is a time, if there was a time to allow yourself to lean in to the hope, this is a time where you should allow yourself to do that, right? Like you said, Espo, we talked earlier today about the new regime, Matt Ishbia coming in, taking ownership of this team and leading it forward, it was okay to have some hesitation around what that might look like as Suns fans. And while I do still think it's okay to have hesitations with this team, I also think in this specific situation, it is very okay to lean into the excitement, to lean into the what could potentially come from this for all of us here in the Valley and worldwide who are cheering on this Suns team. Like, it's okay to allow yourself to feel some hope and some joy and some excitement around what the rest of this season and the future for the Suns could look like. Yeah, like, there, yeah. there's nothing wrong with leaning into that. Even if you want to be a little skeptical, I still say, like, try leaning into it a little bit.
1: Yeah, let, let me say this. The Phoenix Suns have been Walter White for years. Well, guess what? They're Heisenberg now. They're the ones who knock. The title comes through Phoenix, and you all better be ready to visit the Valley of the Suns because we're bringing it with Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, and whoever else James Jones goes and gets. <laughs> this is our time in Phoenix.
2: Yeah. I mean, look, like he's here. been one of the best five players in the NBA when he's been healthy. I understand that it hurts to lose two fan favorites, but like if Suns fans aren't happy that they just added Kevin Durant, I don't know if we ever will be until the Larry O'Brien trophy is in their hands. Like this is, this is, this is it. Like this is the all in move. You have the title window of this season and probably next season, depending on what you're able to do in the off season to build around these three, I want to say four with Chris Paul, but honestly, I don't even know what the future holds beyond the season. So like your your title window is now they're cashing they're putting all their chips to the middle of the table I respect it and you hope that it pays off for them because obviously that price is going to hurt um, in addition to the sting the emotional sting of losing these guys I do want to bring up the fact that Puff Johnson Cam Johnson's younger brother who goes to North Carolina tweeted the fact that I knew before my brother and broke the news to him
1: hilarious <laughs> crying laughing oh, emoji yeah, I didn't think about that. They're on the east coast. So what was it? It was like two in the morning that's when this brutal. came down. Yeah. That's,
0: that's sad. That's tough.
1: That's <laughs> tough. Although <laughs> you gotta love that Puff, the little brother, is making fun of his older brother <laughs> who got traded on social media. That's one, thing,
0: that's one thing you know you can rely on from your siblings, is they are gonna roast you at your highest and at your lowest, no matter where you sit. You can always rely on your siblings to roast you. Oh my god! I say,
1: "Puff, puff, pass you out, buddy." That's a, that's uncalled for as a brother. All right. Oh, Look, my we goodness. have a. Let me say this: we've got seventeen hundred people watching live right now on the program. Wow! Well, if Hi, if, we to, if we get to if we get to two hundred and fifty likes, mm-hmm. I will do the shoe thing tomorrow. I'm not going to eat a whole <laughs> shoe. I'll eat part of a shoe tomorrow on the pregame show. And all then
0: Espo's right. going to be on the injury report list for Friday for yes. eating that shoe. But I, you do you, Espo. I support you.
1: Oh man, hey, I support I, it. I am See a man you. of my word. <laughs> all right, I, you know, well, and I will know, do what it takes.
0: You know, Espo, you're not the only one who thinks that that uh, like number should also be out. We got another super chat from C T O D Ghost. Thank you again for your super chat. It said almost 1,700 viewers, only 188 likes smash that like button. Thank you for your super chat. A few more super chats here. I love that you guys are sending them all in. We appreciate you guys uh, so much. Even if you're not sending super chats, we do really appreciate you guys being here. Normally Mm. I can go through and find more comments to pull out, but I'm working via my phone tonight just because (laughs) of the nature of when this trade popped off. Mm. So give me a little bit of grace tonight. Okay. (laughs) laking thank you for your super chat said thoughts on how the suns now match up with the celtics and the bucks
2: Mm -hmm. that's an interesting question i think kevin durant obviously gives you an atomic weapon to throw at that matchup because now your second best defender is on book instead of the best and now your third best defender is on chris paul instead of second like And that's not even talking about the pick and roll with DeAndre Ayton, which has been humming recently for those two. Uh, This team is going to be really, really, really hard to stop. And if they can tap into the defensive prowess that they've kind of rediscovered over the last few weeks, I mean, they're going to be an elite two-way team. Losing Mikhail and Cam obviously hurts some of that chemistry, some of that synergy. Um, They call it connectivity as far as their ability to communicate and cover for each other. Kevin Durant is going to have to pick up a lot of this stuff on the fly. Uh, offensively, he's talented enough to overcome it. Defensively, they're going to need him healthy and locked in to committing to that end of the floor. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know if you have any answer for Giannis still, but you never really did. I think DA is probably your best bet there. And then for the Celtics, you have two dynamic scorers going against two dynamic scorers. Um, that would be a lot of fun to see that matchup in the finals if the Suns get there and if the Celtics get there. But I, I do think obviously adding Kevin Durant, who is a two-way talent elite on both ends can really help with some of those trickier matchups in the finals. Uh,
1: look, this is, you're, you're not going to be, you're not going to be having a lot of uh, 95, 85 kind of games uh, with this team. This mm-hmm. is going to be, we're going to come out and we're going, to, we're going to run you out of the gym. And I think they can run basically any team in this league out of the gym right now with what they did. Again, if everybody's healthy, this team should be the favorite right now. I mean, as long as it gels pretty quickly, because you got a short runway now, mm-hmm. but as long as it gels pretty quickly right after the All-Star game, it's, it's on. It, it is 100% on.
0: All right, a uh, few more super chats here. Hold on, let me get these all pulled up. Okay. Uh Junior, I'm going to I'm going to go with Junior or JR. Uh thank you for your super chat. said, honestly, this worse or better than Barkley's trade.
2: It's a heavier price to pay for sure. We yeah. I don't know if we can evaluate worse or better until we see how this season, next season and the end of KD's contract plays out, but it's it's the heaviest price that I've seen the Suns team make, and it's also the most all-in t- trade I've ever seen a team make mid-season. Like, I don't – in terms of everything at stake, in terms of coming off a 64-win season, losing the game seven the way that they did, um, DA being discontent or whatever, heading into the season, trying to cash in on Chris Paul's window – kevin durant being added to the equation being a top 10 top 15 player of all time i don't know if i've ever seen a more gutsy all-in landscape changing trade than this like this is one of the most dramatic i hate to sound like the host of the bachelor or the bachelorette but like (laughs) this is the most dramatic trade i've ever seen (laughs) it's wild
1: most dramatic trade in nba history
0: but if it pays off and we win a championship, it will be a hundred percent worth it. Mm-hmm. Like nobody will be asking, "Is this good? Is this bad? Did we lose this trade? Did we win this trade?" It, the, there is no question that the Suns won the trade at that point. Mm-hmm. So fingers crossed—that's what happens. Look for I all mean, of our sakes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this this team is fifty-four years without a championship. Mm-hmm. This team has always been the bridesmaid, never the bride. I mean, there's a million ways you can describe this. If they win a title, any price that they paid was worth it, right? That's what it's about. Uh, And and that's what they've done. They've put themselves in a position for the next four years now, as long as Katie's healthy, to always be in the conversation. You you had Devin Booker there, uh, always concerned about making his prime worth it, right? You're rewarding a guy who put his heart and soul into this team. This Valley said, I'm not going to be that guy that demands out. I'm the guy that's going to build a super team in Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Devin Booker is a prophet here. Devin Booker told you what was going to happen, and he did it. Because CP3 and Kevin Durant are here because of Devin Booker. Do not confuse that. This isn't some magic GM work by James Jones. They are here because Devin Booker is here and they wanted to play with Devin Booker. And that does not happen if he didn't look at this city, look at these fans and say, this is where I want to be. He went through hell and back. He made Andy Dufresne's journey look like it was easy crawling through 500 uh, yards of, of shit just to get to the other side. Well, guess what? Devin Booker's on the other side, and it's time to watch him wash, clean, and win a title here in the valley. I feel like Stephen A. Smith tonight. I don't know <laughs> what is going on, but whatever I've channeled into, I hope it's still here tomorrow.
0: But it was super positive, and I I loved it. Right. Like, you yes. just got like the in the best way possible up on your soapbox and you preached. <laughs> loved it, Espo. <laughs> All right, DC, thank you for your super chat. Said, remember how it felt when no one stepped up last year? We got easy money, Sniper. Mm -hmm. That we do. We do have him. Um, Another one from CTOD Ghost. Thank you for all of your super chats, Ghost. We really appreciate you uh, uh, sending all those in tonight. Said, I'm coming back around just to say, Espo, it was really great to meet you at the PHNX Coyotes Four Peaks draft party and give you booze, man. Smiley face. (laughs)
1: Uh, it's, it's what's fueling me right now if you're wondering what's in the coffee <laughs> so.
0: um, we also got a super chat from Omar but Omar did not add his comment to the super chat and I could not find it um, so Omar we appreciate your super chat if you drop um, another chat it doesn't have to be a super one I'll try and find it and see if we can read it um, then we got another one from C T O D Ghost. said last one shout out producer Emma also shout out Mac she is the best I'm really excited for you guys because the Katie noise goes back to last July. Um, We're going to take a brief intermission here and give some flowers to both Mac and Emma, who have been crushing it all week, not only for us here on the PHNX Suns podcast, but also for the entire All-City Network, both holding down the fort for our friends from DNVR and CHGO and our PHNX Cardinals podcast, who are all covering the Super Bowl right now, they have been going nonstop all week, and it's only midway through. Uh, they still got quite a few more days to go, but both of them have been busting their you know what, and turning out great content and great social and literally all the flowers to the two of them. Also, I know I gave Mac a little bit of grief for calling and waking me up earlier when this whole thing went down. She was incredibly gentle about the way up. she didn't. She didn't get on the phone and scream. She was just like, hey, are you awake?" Right? It was very gentle. And it was a nice way to be woken up. Or as nice of a way you can be woken up, I suppose. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Look, all right. yeah, thank you to all of, uh, all of them. You know what? I'm, I'm going to say it. I gave this guy a little bit of grief and, and a little bit of crap uh flex too. I mean, he he was preaching KD and a lot of people thought he was crazy. Well, KD's here. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it took a little longer than he wanted to, wanted to say, but uh you know, hey man he's here. KD's here. So to to everybody that has continued to to keep that mantle and and, and pound the table about it, uh Way to go guys. Uh, Welcome, welcome to uh, the other side of hard. So
2: yeah. And I I, I also know
0: that would be the pun.
2: I also do want to shout this out because obviously when you take over, it's easy to talk about, you know, yeah, we'll pay the luxury tax or yeah, we'll be aggressive to make moves. The Suns, assuming the deal is Mikhail, cam and Jay for KD and TJ Warren just added an additional 7 million in salary when you're already in the luxury tax, that adds up to quite a hefty bill. So Ishbia, in addition to being aggressive and putting his money where his mouth is there, is literally putting his money where his mouth is in terms of paying a hefty luxury tax bill to make this kind of aggressive move. Um, you know, th- this is what you hope for as a fan that your new owner is going to be willing to do, and he did it on day one. Uh, obviously, getting a guy like Kevin Durant makes that a lot easier, but that's still
1: putting your money where your mouth is. After spending $4 billion, what's a couple hundred million in luxury tax? I mean, come on. You know,
0: he also (laughs) did tell us, he told us that money follows success. Mm -hmm. Today, it was a part of his, like, his business identities, right? Mm -hmm. Across the board, not just within sports and the suns and the mercury, but across the board. His philosophy is that money follows success. He doesn't chase the money. He chases the success and knows, that the money will come well sometimes in order to find success you also have to be willing to put some money up front but it will follow you in return at least that's the goal that's the hope and we shall see we shall see look look, okay
1: he's gonna need a lot of money to come in to help offset what was just spent but hey this is gonna be the best way to
0: do it you're gonna sell a whole hell of a lot of kd jerseys real quick Mm -hmm. you're going to sell a whole lot of KD jerseys real quick. Now, will that cover the cost? Probably not, but it'll help a little bit. Mm -hmm. All right, this one is from Bailey. Bailey, thank you so much. Uh, Said not to get ahead of things, but CP3 is partially guaranteed this summer and Kyrie is a free agent. Just stating facts. No, no,
2: no, no. And A, I don't even think even getting rid of CP3 is going to give you enough cap space to sign Kyrie. To the four-year, one hundred and ninety-eight million dollar deal he wants, I thought I was so—we were so close to being done with talking about Kyrie. We were, we were <laughs> this, this, this close, Espo. So close.
1: Yeah. Welcome to the new Phoenix Suns. People are gonna wow. want to come here and play for the vet minimum. <sighs> this, well this done. is Phoenix, baby. Everybody laughed when I said this was a top eight NBA market. Well, guess what? It's a top five NBA market now. <laughs> Suck it, the rest of the league. Uh,
0: let's put a little pin in that because I do have another nugget for you guys when it comes to talking about Phoenix's basketball markets. But a few more super chats, and then we'll get to that one. But stay tuned because it's it's nice. This one's from Patrick, a friend of the program. Hi, Patrick. Uh, they said hi. Just calling to say I love you guys, and I cannot believe this is happening all caps. Thank you so much, Patrick. We're happy to have you here with us. We too cannot believe that this is all (laughs) happening. And then one from Chris. uh, Thank you. Chris said, for your sake, Espo, please buy a shoe-like cake. Just buy a cake that looks like a shoe for your sake. Low I mean, key for our sake too, probably.
2: What what shoe
1: are you going to eat? How are you going to prepare it? Like what? I don't know. I got a lot of crap to figure out before tomorrow night. I think
0: you need to Google. You need to Google what will happen if you eat a shoe first.
2: Also, a good point. What just happens just if you? Fit. We don't want you to die over
0: this. Like <laughs> like I'm not let's not...
1: do the real thing, guys. I doubt that's okay, going to happen.
0: All right, um, we're just making sure. Sometimes well, now we don't I'm know. I'm
1: disappointed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Laking, thank you for your super chat, says, does climbing the standings matter for home field?
2: Yes. I I mean, yeah, yeah, having home court definitely helps. I don't think it matters maybe as much now because this team's road record has been underwhelming, but it's been with a team that's been very banged up and a different group of guys than we're going to see after the All-Star break now. So I, I think it still matters. It's just not imperative, I don't think.
1: By the way, uh Psycho Blue's probably asleep, but does this mean basketball Cthulhu has awoken officially? Is that I what know. this means? I, we'll yeah. find out tomorrow, but
0: what? I'm wondering. I love this. Okay. Um really quickly, a few more. Uh Taboos, tidbits, thank you for your super chat. Who's under more pressure to win now, book or KD?
2: I think book. Um And I I think they're both under pressure, but I think book just because he hasn't gotten to that peak yet. Kevin Durant has won two titles already. And yes, I know people will try to diminish those titles because he went and joined a very good elite warriors team. Um, But Kevin Durant's already won two titles, two finals, MVPs, an MVP like Booker is the poster child for this entire franchise. He is the one that can help lead them to their first championship. And like Espo said, he's the one that's attracted the likes of Chris Paul and Kevin Durant to want to play here. So as much as Kevin is the best player on this team, it's still books team, if that makes sense. And I think for him to ascend that throne as the greatest Phoenix sun ever, he's got to win that title. So I I don't know if there's pressure on him yet because he's only what, 25 years old, but the pressure definitely just turned up a little bit because that title window with CP three, not going to last forever. Even with KD being that he's going to turn 35 before the start of next season, not going to be there forever. So I would probably say book, but there's definitely pressure on them both
1: hands down. Devin Booker now has it at his disposal more than any other Sun star has ever had. Mm -hmm. It is time for him to step up and do what is necessary to seal the deal. He has to be the closer. This is his team. He has to lead these guys. He's gone through the CP three crash course on being a leader and being that strong voice. It's now time to live up to the hype.
0: Mm -hmm. And I am
1: excited to see this man do it. He walked in the door at, at footprint center, then U S Airways center at, at 18 years old and walked in like a guy I had never seen before. He carried himself in a way that you would not imagine an 18-year-old who was the sixth man on his college team at Kentucky would carry himself. There was a a confidence, but not a cockiness. An intelligence, but not that he looked down on anybody. This guy has been the real deal since he walked in the door. And I feel like when Kobe wrote Be Legendary on those shoes, it was because – He knew that this is eventually where this guy was going to get. He saw it like many of us saw it that first year that this kid was special. And now he has everything at his disposal to prove it and ascend to being the greatest Phoenix son of all time. And that's exciting. We are going to watch something that will be truly special in this franchise's history with Devin Booker.
0: All right, guys, Um, I'm going to put out a last call for super chats um, because they just keep flooding (laughs) in. And we appreciate you guys so, so very much for all of your super chats. Um, If we do not end up getting to them, like if one pops in as we're saying goodbye or something like that, I will bring it up in tomorrow's show. Don't worry about it. So last call for super chats. So while all of those are coming in, uh, the thing that I was kind of telling you guys about. So we got this tweet on uh, shortly after the trade was announced from Isaiah Thomas, not the one that we've been talking about recently, but uh, the younger Isaiah Thomas, said, crazy thing is, now that Sun's previous owner is done, Phoenix will get more free agents now because everybody want to be in Phoenix anyway. One of the dopest places to live, body be feeling good all year because of the weather, LOL. So not only does Devin attract top free agents and superstars to this team obviously Kevin Durant will also add to that attraction but Phoenix as a whole how many people have we heard over the years talk about how much they love Phoenix but we just couldn't get them to commit to coming here this is another thing another piece of the puzzle that could be opening the door for Phoenix and our future moving forward is that we have left a lot of baggage in the past today. And this is this is really exciting for all of us as fans.
2: It yep. took less than 24 hours for the departure, the official finally departure of Robert Sarver to be replaced by this incredible optimism that people want to play here. Free agents will want to come here. Um, and, and as much as we can point to ownership as like getting the job done and being aggressive. It does start with the culture and the people at the top. And like Espo said, none of this happens without Devin Booker establishing the tone and setting his own culture, his own professionalism, improving every single year since he first arrived, addressing critics as far as, oh, he doesn't make plays for others, or he's inefficient, or he doesn't play defense. All of these complaints about his game, he slowly but surely built on them despite the fact that he was surrounded by G leaguers for years. And now he's in a position where Chris Paul wants to be traded here, where Kevin Durant wanted to be traded here and finally got his wish. Also got to shout out James Jones and Monty Williams, because without them, a lot of these moves don't happen and guys are not as excited to come and play here. Chris Paul and Monty's relationship shouldn't get lost in the shuffle here. Same with Monty and book, same with James Jones and these guys that are wanting to come here. He is a player's GM. We always hear, talk about players, coaches. James Jones is a player's GM and this is incredible what they're building. And now that you look at the total package, they've got Tevin Booker, Chris Paul, James Jones, Monty Williams, Kevin Durant. Like if you're a free agent, if you're a free agent, uh, yeah. And a new owner, if you're a free agent, you look at that whole group and you say, yeah, I want to be there. That's where I'll take a, a little bit less. I'll sign on the mid level that's going to be huge in the off season. I think
1: let, let me also say this to every former and current employee that spoke out over the last two years, whether it was to Baxter homes or to the, to the law firm that investigated this team to Baxter homes and ESPN, who were willing to do the work to uncover everything that happened today is a day for celebration And thanks to each and every one of you that stood out there and, and said, this isn't right. This is not the way that this should be. Today only happens because you guys did that. A new owner is here and a change in the fortunes of this franchise are because you all stood up with a voice and said, this isn't okay. This isn't right. And people shouldn't be treated this way. And that's why people like Jason Raleigh and Robert Sarver aren't here anymore. It's why Matt Ishbia is here and why the Phoenix Suns are no longer pinching pennies. They're now trying to make things better on every level. So thank you to each and every one of you. Thank you to Baxter Holmes. Thank you. Today does not happen without that. And I know it doesn't fix anything. It doesn't change the past. But at least it makes things better moving forward and it's appreciated.
0: Absolutely. All right. Let's round things out with a few additional super chats here. P Dog, thank you for your super chat. Said thanks, Kale and Cam. Sons deserve Larry O'Brien. Hard eye emoji. Uh retweet that one. We got another one from Slaps88. Thank you for your super chat. Said, as a Warriors fan, the West just got a lot scarier. Thanks for your super chat, Slap88, and I appreciate that. I feel like that was as kind of a a super chat as a Warriors fan could absolutely send the Suns after a trade like this. So thank you. We appreciate you. Uh, Super chat from Drew. As a Knicks fan, thank you for getting KD. Thank you, Drew, for sending your super chat. We appreciate you. Um, Bailey, thank you again, Bailey, for sending us another one. said, Suns have an all-star now, baby, with a little devil (laughs) emoji. All star um,
1: captain, right? Isn't he? <laughs> or is he uh, not? This well, is
0: year? He, he's not well, going to play, right? Yeah,
1: he's out
2: injured. So I don't know how they're going to replace him.
0: It's Book. Does Book I, replace KD?
1: Katie? <laughs> KD's like, you got to let my new teammate. You, you
0: got to yeah. let him in. You got to let him in. And now he's a West guy, guy. I have no so, idea yeah. if that's allowed or not. But like.
1: Because he, he
2: went from East to West, but I think there's two injured West guys. I think Steph and Zion are both going to miss the All Star game with injuries. So. I think they'll replace KD with an East guy just because he left a, a vacancy in the East. And then there's two spots in the West, I guess.
1: It's so
0: confusing. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's chaos. A um, okay, a couple more. Uh, Junior or JR said, plug the DraftKings code PHNX. Who's the fifth starter?
2: TJ I think. Warren? I I don't know. I think right now, for now, it's Torrey Craig. I think you want to bring Warren's shooting and scoring off the bench, and also he doesn't know a lot of the Suns' stuff right off the bat, so I think it's going to be Torrey Craig to start. I don't know if that holds up as the season unfurls, but for right now, I think it's probably Torrey, or or it could be Damian Lee, but
1: I don't know if they'll go that small. Can I ask this? Who the hell is playing tonight?
0: Book's out. Oh like there's no McHale. there's no cam. <laughs> like, yeah. I suppose you're getting ahead of yourself, bud. You're getting like, way way too far ahead of yourself. Put we'll save that one for later. Ten hours or under. so from now, we'll talk about that one.
1: Bet <laughs> the under tonight. Can I give one bet sure here mm-hmm. that, that you yeah. need to take? Yeah. Right now at 12 44 a.m. Uh the Suns are a plus 500 on the DraftKings Sportsbook app to win the title. Ooh, okay. you better
0: snatch that up.
1: Go take that to the bank. Use that promo code PHNX and bet the hell out of the Suns at plus 500 to win the title. It is going to be probably the highest those are odds are the rest of the way.
0: Yeah, 100%. You better jump on that. Like Aspo said, that's on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code PHNX when you sign up for some bonus bets as well. Uh, Gordo, thank you for your super chat said, will CP three being injured at some point curse this Gordo, you better not try and curse this.
2: (laughs) I mean, it's what we said earlier, like health is going to be everything for this team. (laughs) And that's especially true now that their margins for improving that backup ball handler spot shrunk a little bit. Like they still definitely need, because campaign's been injured for a long time now. I don't know if he's reliable at this point, if Chris Paul gets hurt, you're in a bind pretty quick. So the, the work is still not done and they have limited means to improve on the margins. Now it's, yeah. it's going to be tough. I
0: mean, we will see. Um, and then Matt, thank you for your super chat. Matt said, do you see the rest of the league and critics overreacting to any downside in the short term period when KD is out with injury after coming in, as in we may not see immediate benefits in the next few weeks? Probably, but I think I think everyone else will also understand that. I think it depends on what happens for the rest of the day through the trade deadline. Can you figure out, like Gerald said, sure, is it tough? Yes, but can you bolster uh, the bench? Can you add around the, the margins? Then that might change that narrative, but I also think people will understand that Kevin Durant is hurt and that you can't judge a book by its cover until he's able to play with the squad.
1: Yeah, look, I... I still think that nationally they'll still be skeptics. It'll be, well, there's no depth. You sacrificed your depth for this, and now you you have a bunch of guys who are injury-prone, is probably the storyline we'll hear, uh, especially once the death settles and the shock over the next handful of days of just how seismic this is wears off. I think that's where the story progresses next for the national media. Uh, especially going into uh, the All-Star break because you won't see KD before then. And they're going to have to fill a lot of time between uh, you know All-Star weekend and those games that start back up on that Thursday. So I full well expect a lot of that kind of talk, but it's all right. Slog through it like we have everything else when it comes to that kind of stuff. Uh, and know that uh, it, it doesn't matter what's said there. What matters is what's going to happen on the court, and I have a feeling it's going to be a lot better than uh, than anybody's going to try to tell you over the next week or so.
2: Yeah, you've, you've got to make it to the All-Star break with kind of like a 500 record. I think that should be the goal because you are now missing your two starting wings. Um, Kevin Durant won't be back until probably after the All-Star break, so you're going to be relying a lot on Book CP3, and DA to do some heavy lifting and, and the bench to kind of step up Uh, as they have periodically throughout the season when they've been inserted into those starting roles. So I think if you make it to the all-star break from here with like a 500 record, you're doing pretty well. And then you make your run after Kevin Durant is back and you get guys assimilated. I I do think there will be skepticism at the start just because they're going to be missing bodies. They're going to be missing healthy guys. And and Booker is still not capable of playing back-to-backs at this stage. He's missing tonight's game the first night of a back-to-back for that reason to manage his workload so definitely something to keep an eye on but i mean long term you're if you have everybody healthy for the playoffs those four guys you're still going to be in good shape
1: is there can i can i take the tinfoil hat out sure is there is there i haven't used it yet uh, on this show is there a chance that kd wasn't as hurt as he wanted everybody to believe because he wasn't as happy as he, he wanted to be Maybe maybe this is, you know, the old WWE where the guy wheels himself out, looks like he's in a cast, and then he hops up and is like, nah, nope, psych. Maybe, Wasn't that uh, Paul Pierce? Yeah, well that too. But that was because he crapped himself. We can say that at uh, 1248 at night. He crapped himself and was embarrassed. All right. Oh, dear. Uh, so shit happens. Hey, literally. <laughs> Lindsay, uh, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> It depends. Anyways, apparently
0: one o'clock in the morning, Lindsay is a little bit more honey.
1: Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> Katie's gonna come running out the tunnel. We're gonna go. Is that Katie's music? Oh my God! <laughs> that's that first home home game, probably. All not, right, uh, nice.
0: last couple ones here. Another super chat from Han. Han, thank you. Said I can't sleep well. Han. I feel you. I feel like it's going to be a little bit of a struggle to go to back to bed tonight. Um, mm-hmm. But get some rest because tomorrow's going to be an even crazier day. I feel like it's going to be fun to revisit all of these conversations. And then, of course, the game and if something else pops off before the deadline is officially come and gone. So try and get some sleep. And then finally, we are going to wrap with this one. Boss Baby 9-9. Thank you for your super chat said. I'm finally free. Let's go.
2: <laughs> a perfect close, a perfect close, because a you know perfect what? Close. We talked so much about when is he going to trade Jay Crowder? What are they going to do with Jay Crowder? Well, he was basically just salary filler, but they did a pretty good job with their Jay Crowder trade. I gotta say.
1: Yeah. Uh, let me salute you, Jay. Thank you for your service. <laughs> Enjoy your 7 million you got from us. And, uh, I hope we don't see you in the playoffs when you get traded again by the Nets. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, eat it, Jay Crowder.
0: Yeah, see, that's the other interesting part of this, which does not affect the Suns whatsoever, but um, there was a follow-up that the Nets are looking to move Jay Crowder as well. So we'll see yeah. where he ends up landing after all of this comes um, to a close. And right, then Lindsay, I know I said bre- that was the last. Go ahead.
1: Breaking news. Oh, boy. Uh, the Big three is going to trade for Jay Crowder because he's washed. All right, go enjoy the big three, Jay. We got we got bigger fish to fry and more important things to do around here.
0: All right, I know I said we were going to end on that one, but we got another super chat in from I know that one guy. And thank you for your super chat. And they just said, "Mikhail, yeah. uh, Thank you for your super chat. We will talk more about this tomorrow. Thank you all for... Um, joining us for this show that is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. On your way out, don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, and turn on notifications. Um, If you're new here, welcome. We're so happy to have you uh, come back and hang out with us again tomorrow. We do post-game shows after every single Suns game. We do pre-game shows. And throughout the week, for the most part, we are live around 3 p.m. every single day. Um, it's been a lot of fun to talk about this. I still am kind of in this weird, not totally sure how to feel slash did it really happen sort of a situation. <laughs> um, but it's a really exciting time to be a Phoenix Suns fan. And it's a, it's a, an exciting time to have this community for all of us to have these conversations and work through our feelings and be excited together. And so I'm just really glad that we have this space to be together in moments like this, even though it was at 12 o'clock in the morning and I don't think anybody anticipated this popping off at this particular point in time. Um, But I'm just really excited. Like let's freaking go.
1: Let's
2: freaking go.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness gracious.
1: The Phoenix suns are the ones who knock baby. (laughs) We're here and we're ready and we don't care what time it is. We will rock you.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is going to be so much fun. Uh, until we see you guys tomorrow, you can follow the show on Twitter at phnx underscore You can follow me at lindsaysmithaz. You can follow Gerald Borgay at Gerald Borgay. And you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home.
1: Welcome to the brightest timeline you've ever seen. Get ready. Larry may be coming home. Ahoy, hoy.